and welcome to the South Road Boys. Happy Star Wars Day, One mate. One batty batty. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I wish we'd mentioned it last week because that way it would have fallen on the day today when the actual podcast was released. That is true, but you know what that means? We'd have to be organised and think ahead. Yeah, it also means as well, though, is we wouldn't actually be really caring about the day because we would have been a week behind the day, so it would have been making it up. Yeah, we would have been... By doing it this way, it's really May the 4th. It is. So it's Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day. So... And we're both nerdy. We both like Star Wars. And we... So we can celebrate it together in our own homes, not together. Exactly. And we know that the good people at Disney, now that they own everything Star Wars, are just pushing and pushing and pushing until that becomes a public holiday. Oh, no doubt. There was actually... I saw a wonderful meme, and I did screenshot it. It was it was a meme of a... Um, you know the, the Stormtroopers at Ron Endor? I can't remember what they were called. They were called something different than Stormtrooper, but they were the dudes that had cruised around on their gliders in the forest. Yes, yes, yes. The ones with the squarish yeah. sort of mouthpiece. Yeah. They were just a little bit different. Mm. Uh, it's obviously from a con in which someone's dressed up as one of those mm-hmm. in cosplay. Yep. And there's there's someone in a fairly <laughs> risque sort of a bikini-style costume walking past. A bit layerish. And... Uh, no, actually, not a Star Wars bikini sort of a setup. Oh, just random, f- but just random not a lot flesh. of clothing on. Yeah, uh, and little Stormtrooper dudes kind of just got the head turned around, having a bit of a look. Mm. And the meme says, "I'd hit that like the side of a tree in the forest moon of Endor." <laughs> 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 if you don't get it, watch uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, if you don't get uh, it, it's too late. Like it's it, it probably just is too, too late. fucking late. I love that. That's I had a good laugh so, about it. That's just <laughs> genius, that is. Stormtroopers, they get all the shit, don't oh, they? I tell you what. They can't shoot anything. They can't fly anything. They hit heads their heads on, bulkheads, on bloody doors. overhead bulkheads. Yeah. And, <laughs> they just... and, they, and they don't... Uh, one of my favourite memes of Star Wars memes is just a picture of a stormtrooper, his head in his hands, sitting at his table with just the words, Fuck. They were the droids I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Just, oh, it made me laugh so much. That's really good. Yeah. I can guarantee, uh, if you actually did a bit of a survey, mm. that 96.7% of stormtroopers are Daryls. <laughs> I, I think that's a prerequisite. And the, and the rest are Finns. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Star Wars Day. I love it. I just love it. And I just love that... Uh, you know what? I think that I... The thing that I love the most is that here we are in 2020 in full lockdown and just Star Wars fans across the world are just going, oh, at least we still have our day. Like, you know, we can get under Di- <laughs> We can get under Disney Plus and we can just watch something. Yep. And there would be a lot of people. I know a lot of the time on May the 4th, I'd watch the original Star Wars. Mm. Because for me, that's the, still the true Star Wars. The original Star Wars movie, which essentially is a movie within itself. It doesn't need hope. anything yep. else. A new hope, yep. yeah. Um, that was always my thing. I won't do it tonight because we're podcasting. Mm. Um, but I reckon this week sometime, I'll go back to the original Star Wars and give it a watch. Yeah. I'm surprised. And look, I could be wrong because I haven't jumped onto uh, Disney Plus this evening. But I'm surprised they didn't, that they don't do some sort of Star Wars release, like, you know, release season two of The Mandalorian or or something like that on Disney Plus on this day. There was, um, I believe, the new uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. I believe that got released today. Oh, okay. On Disney Plus. So there Plus. you go. So, so they they've, they've kind of done it. Yeah. yeah. So it's gone for But mind you, that's been out of the cinema for a while. I suppose. Yeah, and it's been available to watch. It just hasn't been officially on Disney Plus, though. So. Oh, so they're trying to squeeze all the money out of their affiliates and they're trying to squeeze all the money out of their DVD sales. Of course they and are. They're, and they're Disney. And they've gone, right, there's no, mo- there's no more blood from this stone. Let's give it to everyone who's got Disney Plus. <laughs> Do you reckon Walt's just looking down going, what the fuck are you doing? Unfreeze me, unfreeze me, unfreeze me. I've got all this money. <laughs> I imagine, I mean, I wonder if the original Disney family still have the money, whether they've sold it all off now. 
I have no idea. What if it got sold off years ago? Probably. Because imagine being like a great-grandson or something, or just even a nephew. Even the poor nephew would be doing it right. Question. Would you rather... Ah, either or, right? Gun to your your head. I think I know the answer. And I think I will phrase it... I don't don't think your head was Gandhi's last name. No. Just saying. All right. I think your answer will be the latter. But let's just try it for giggles. Would you rather... If your last name was no longer Barnes, mm-hmm. would you rather your last name be Disney or Hefner? <laughs> <laughs> do I want to bring families joy or do I want to just give myself joy? <laughs> no, you know what? I gotta go with the Hef. <laughs> I realise that Disney's a place of pride and joy for millions of people, but imagine the stories you'd know. Imagine, oh, the people you'd know. Imagine the people you would have slept in a bed with. I... A lot of... So many regrets, too. No regrets. I think... Uncle Hef. I think Uncle Hef. I think, though, and this is just my summation... That if your last name was Disney, same or similar amounts of doors would be open to you as if your last name was Hefner. Yeah, you'd be doing all right. But if your last name is Hefner, not all Disney doors are open. No, true. Because it's funny how... Oh, it's just... Actually, you know what? When you really start thinking about it, once you actually think about it logically, mm. like take away the take away the funny part of it. Yes. You know, Hugh Hefner, like, fuck, really? It really? Comes with your own pyjamas and pipe. Yeah, the fact that you could go to Disneyland and Disney World and all the Star Wars world. Yes. And all that for free. <laughs> for free. Front of the line. <laughs> for not free. even the, not even for free. The side door. You wouldn't have the you wouldn't go in the main mm. door. You'd be side door. Side door, innit? And, and we've already said I'm a side. Exactly. We've, we've clarified this recently. Um, I reckon, no, Disney would be all right. Front of the line all the time. Yeah. And at the. You'd have your own cinema at home. You'd be able to afford it. One would imagine you'd have a couple of dollars. Yes. Yeah, like, hmm. and it's where, which hotel are we going to stay at? Oh, which one's got our name written on the side of it? You know? Or, gee, I really like that Marvel film. That new one? How about I be in it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need a oh. I need an entertainer for my kid's sixth birthday. RDJ, put on the costume. <laughs> Imagine we could syndicate South Road Boys through Disney. Oh, that is awesome. Why not? Why fucking wouldn't you? Fucking great granddad Walt's not here anymore. I don't give a shit. We're going to utilize this for the, all it's worth. They're new to Disney Plus, the South Road Boys podcast. <laughs> South Road Boys, the animated show. Woo! The, <laughs> the animated series. Yep. We just need to great. find someone who can draw. Oh, that wouldn't be a problem. This is Disney. The Disney there's a couple of people lying around. Yeah, there's some animators. <laughs> yeah. You got to keep them animated. Whoa. <laughs> now we could do that. Yeah, I think South Road Boys, the animated series. I love it. Oh wow. <laughs> we could do a live series as well. We could be like the the Jay and Silent Bob mm. of Disney. I, we could do that. I'd like though that what I'd really like to do though is if they do do when sorry, when, fuck if. When they do the animated series, South Road Boys. Yep. Um I would like them to start from when we first met as yeah i agree as 15 year olds but i would yep. like the animation to be uh reminiscent of the time so, oh, so yeah, a bit yeah. old school a bit you know astro boyish sort of stuff yep. so so you, you'd have like this um you'd be a skinny little kid with a Big red fro. Yeah, pretty much. Like Soul Train. Definitely. <laughs> yep. And I'll just be basically a tubby kid with a bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> imagine the scene. <laughs> and the roadies who've listened to us and know us would know the scene. But imagine reenacting through animation 
the scene when I let your hair on fire <laughs> while you're playing the machine so you don't beat my score. Imagine that in animation. That would be so Beavis and Butthead. Oh, it'd be spectacular. But then what I'd want is, as our story, our saga, saga. Oh, so of course it's Disney. Exactly. It has to be a saga. It has to be a saga. As that yeah. progresses, we need to change this animation style. To more of your graphic oh, okay. novel stuff, and then you go you more realistic stuff, and then you know at one point we're just going to be stick figures. You know that. You know what it is. Uh, every season mm. is a different age bracket, so we move Ooh. up. So we're say fifteen, sixteen in the first series, uh-huh. and then we're early twenties, yep. season two. Yeah, you know we're starting to drink a bit, get a bit drunk, get a bit crazy. That was late teens. <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound better. Oh, okay, Mick. You know, Sorry. You know, and then we move into, like, late 20s. Yeah. Well, you know, we start getting into, like, you know, the married years. <laughs> yeah. I did that almost in my teen years. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of both of Yeah, yeah, no, no, I like it. I, no, I was, I'm with it. I was, I'm good. Yeah, I, was a little, I was a little bit, you know, f- after you when it comes to yeah, that. And how, yeah, and then we could do an Inception volume. Where it was like a standalone in series series of the animated animated parts of your book. Oh wow, that got really difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you, that you you see you writing a book, and then all of a sudden that the it delves into the page, goes into the book, and then the book becomes animated. Wow. Because yeah, this could go on for a long time. This is a lot of seasons. Well, see, that's why you do it because you've got an extra twenty, thirty seasons out of just your books. Yeah, we got a lot there. Yeah, we? see, playing a long oh, game, buddy. Got, playing the Disney. Move further on, and we've got the podcast here. Playing the Disney oh. game is what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Imagine, here we go, and then once we get to the podcast here, yes, we actually animate each episode of our podcast. Oh shit, son! So we the anime goes to the voice that's already there, yes, and it shows us. So new people get to discover us through the podcast. At the start, we could actually reenact, yes. The mystery missing tapes in animation. We could. We could reinvent them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, what you do is you take an hour podcast and you cut that down to your, you know, half an hour because would be you wouldn't obviously animate you sitting across from me, sitting across from you just talking. You'd have to be, oh, remember when we did this and it'd be like a, that's the scene for the animation. Yeah, just like thought clouds straight into it. Perfect. I love it. That's awesome. Why not? So yeah. Disney, hit us up. Disney is the name that you want at the end of of, of Troy, not Hefner. Ah, oh, no, we're still going with Hefner. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Living at the mansion. Oh, just it'll be fun for a weekend. You think? Just to cruise around in the mansion. <laughs> Mind you, I wonder if he's still got. Well, I know he doesn't, but I wonder if the mansion's still in in their family, whether they've just sold it now. I think he still lives there, doesn't he? I thought he was dead. Isn't he? Didn't he die? Oh, well, I, sorry. I think the family still lives there. Right. Why? Well, Hugh did die, didn't he? Oh, positive he did. Maybe. No. Well, let's get let's let's get a Hugh report. Hugh report. And this is proof, Rody, is that the South Road Boys have their finger on the pulse of all the comings and goings of major celebrities around the world. I like it. You put it into Google, it comes up as Hugh Hefner, publisher. Oh, well, he is. It's like... oh, yeah, he died in 2017, mate, September. Ah. I thought he'd, I thought he'd uh, gone. Yeah, but mm. how many kids has he got? I think he's got a couple of boys. Oh, I... he's got one, two, three, four kids. One of them's a daughter, and she was the head publisher or head editor for Playboy magazine. We've got uh, Cooper, Christy, David, and Marston. Now, Christy, obviously, is female. Cooper could be male or female. Coop? No, I'd say boy. But I'm assuming male. So I would say there's three guys and a girl that are the Pizza kids. Parlor. Well, there you go. Right, let's let's just click on Cooper, and it is indeed a guy. Oh, his girlfriend's cute. <laughs> there's a surprise. Um, or his <laughs> wife, I should say. Yeah, yeah, like last name Hefner, first name mm. Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but we pronounce it Cooper. <laughs> ah, look, I gotta I gotta say about Hugh though. I mean, it wasn't easy. No. He had a hard life. Yeah. He did it tough. Mind you, he was a pioneer. Very, very tough. And at the point where P 
peddling that filth, as they called it back then, was not an easy game. No, he made it into a saga. He did, and many, I think his big win was Marilyn. To get her mm-hmm. to go, you know what, I'll, I'll get a little bit risque. That was it. But apparently the... I watched... And we'll call it a documentary. It wasn't certainly <laughs> certainly wasn't a documentary, but it was something along the lines of behind the story. It was originally going to be called Stag Magazine, and it wasn't going to be a bunny. It was going to be a stag head. Okay, yeah. gun down the more manly sort of. Yeah, so it sounds more like a gay magazine, doesn't it? From the day, exactly. Stag, stag, stag mag, <laughs> stag for men. <laughs> Mmm, scent of stag. <laughs> scent of stag. As opposed to bunny rabbit, all that is masculine. <laughs> or moose for men. Moose for men. <laughs> well, I think the reason why, I think maybe Hugh was looking at more, instead of the Disney money, he was more of the Warner Brothers fame, trying to align himself with bugs. That was probably what it was. Maybe. <laughs> Look, you are right. He was a pioneer, though. I mean, he he made that into an absolute hemisphere of business. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm. And then um, it just seemed... Well, I think they stopped doing the, the actual physical publication for many, like a few years ago. And I think now yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just... Um, it lost its... Readership. I don't know. People just... Yeah, it's just the world changed. Yeah, people just weren't buying the magazines. And maybe that was because of... You know, things that were available online. It was like, well, I don't need to go and buy a magazine to see boobs. I can just... And that's exactly right. We can jump on... Like I often say now, the the boys of today will never know how hard it was for us to see a boob but back when we were teenagers. No, no idea. No. I mean, we were renting movies just to pause the VHS on the right spot just to see <laughs> a boob. A boob. <laughs> that's one of the reasons probably why I liked horror movies so much back in the day. A boobs. Because it was you saw a lot of boobies, stabby stabby booby booby, hmm. and now and now they just get it in Game of Thrones. Well, exactly, you can get on TV anyway. Exactly, mind you. Did you see the guy? Look, and let's delve into my deep dark knowledge of Game of Thrones. Oh, here we go. Because <laughs> we know that you know so much about this show. I believe. What do we call it? Um, fake spoilers. Fake sp- we did for a long time for Game of Thrones. Raiders, if you haven't heard my fake spoilers for Game of Thrones, it was when the final series was being aired. Yep, I forgot about these. And they were doing them week by week. It wasn't dropping the whole lot so people couldn't binge. And you were watching them and I was coming in the day of the episode dropping and giving you my spoilers for it. (laughs) Without watching the show. Without even seeing any more than, I think, two episodes of season one. But being aware of it via social media and pop culture. Yeah, none of them were right. (laughs) No, apparently not. At all. No. The guy, though, was there a guy in there called The Mountain? Oh, yes, I know what you're going to say. Bjornsson. The Mountain has been amazing. Just broke the world deadlift record. Do you know how much he deadlifted? 501 kilos. Motherfucker, that's a lot Half of Half a ton. Half a ton and one bottle If anyone of milk. has tried to lift a ton of cement, <laughs> you'll know. <laughs> You're an idiot. How difficult that task would have been. You're an idiot if you've tried to lift a ton of cement. <laughs> if you've just tried to lift the, just the groceries out of the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to hold five bags on one hand. Exactly. That's impressive. Mind you, it is very manly to go, I don't care how many bags of groceries I got, I'm only doing one trip from the car. One trip. So yeah. I am not going to go back and do a second trip, even though I've lost feeling in half my arm. I am the mountain in this story. I am the man mountain. Half <laughs> a tonne plus a litre. Um, so, do we know what the previous record was? Uh, ooh, no. I did hear it yesterday, and I thought, I wonder what he broke it by. Because it was only a couple of kilos. That guy's pissed off. Oh, you would be. And, <laughs> and he was almost going to not acknowledge it because it was done in his own gym. It wasn't done in some sort Righto. of fucking... So, it could have been rigged. ...competition or whatever. Yeah. Could have uh, just come in, could have written, taken the number off the bloody weights and just texted your own number on there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mind yeah. you, you have a look at the weights, they fucking look heavy. 
which they oh, yeah. which they are because they're like they half a ton. Could be paper mache. <laughs> they could be foam sprayed. <laughs> and we know he's an actor because he's been on the telly. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, no, it doesn't say. But basically, the guy who had the previous record, um, and Bjornsson, uh, are going to have a fight. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So the guy who used to have the world deadlift record <gasps> is going to have a fight with the guy who now currently has the world deadlift record. So two guys that, they're basically removalists. They just lift shit. They can lift. They're now going to fight each other. Between them, they can lift a land cruiser. <laughs> well, between them, they could lift a ton of cement. Exactly. <laughs> Plus a litre of milk. <laughs> Imagine that. They lift the tongue. It's like, okay, you got a boys? Yep. I'm just going to sit this milk on top. Don't you dare. Just going to sit on top. (laughs) Motherfucker. Bam. Anyway, so one's called the mountain. The other one's called the beast. Um, Of course he is. And basically, apparently the mountain called the beast a cheat in the world's strongest man. You know, I don't know why. Can't really say. And so he's like, well, I'll fucking fight you. So now they're both saying, I'm going to rip your head off. I'm going to rip your head off. The thing that confuses me. Yeah, okay. Is these blokes are obviously very strong. They can lift a lot of things at they the can't same push time. Shit, though. They can lift really well. They try and push something. Oh, they no. fall apart. We can beat them there. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, they're going to box. I would have thought the mountain versus the beast. It'd be UFC style. It'd just be <laughs> anything goes. See who could yeah, rip somebody else's. See who I'm going to. That Russian slapping game. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. <laughs> How insane is that? Where you basically hold hands and one person gets to slap the other one. <sighs> but no, these guys are going to box. So I'm not sure. And the thing is, here's the thing that I I'm kind of thinking. Well, look, I understand the beast is a bit. Well, he's the beast. He's beastie. He's very beastie. He's a beastie boy. He's a beastie boy. They're about the same age. I think there's only about a year difference in age. But I think what the beast is not a really kind of getting into his head is the mountain is 2.06 metres tall, Right? Mm-hmm. And weighs 193 kilos just by himself. Now, that's a lot. The other guy, right, is 164 kilos, so about 30 short, and is mm-hmm. 1.9 meters. So he's given up yes. a fair bit. But that's not going to work. Their combined weight in the ring is 357 kilos, and combined they can lift over a ton. Tell you what. Could you imagine how much food they have to consume? Not only that, the ring, it's not going to be a normal boxing ring. They won't be able to bring that up off the ground. No. That'll have to be on a concrete floor. It'll be a concrete ring. <laughs> Otherwise, it just kind of falls straight through the base. Exactly. And it's all about the base. <laughs> anyway, so I find that absolutely fascinating. And I, I eagerly await to see that. I'm not sure whether or not they, either of them are going to have much stamina at that size. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're not built for speed. No, but mind you, they only have to hit you once. <laughs> and you are true. fucked. <laughs> and so are your children. Like, that's... <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think they should just stick to lifting, personally. Yeah. Do you even lift, bro? Yeah, do you even lift, bro? I think they do. Yeah, yes is the answer to that. <laughs> um, now, what's going on in your world, mate? How's mate, I've had, ISO treating uh, you? ISO's good. I had, I had a big ISO weekend. Yes. As you, you would have seen probably on my socials. Oh, so did. I decided to go down memory lane. Well, more like amnesia lane. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew there was some stuff at my parents' place that I've been meaning to kind of go through for a while. Yes. And I thought, you know, we're not really meant to, you know, get out and do things. I need something to, at home to just pot around with and have fun with. And Sure. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go over to mum and dad's. Um, quickly, I'm going to grab uh, my three boxes of, of comics and go through them and start sorting them out and work out what I've got because I haven't looked at them for many, many years. And when would they have started from? Um, the issues that I've got start from 78. Wow. 
and go up to probably uh, the Marvel stuff probably goes up to about maybe two thousand. Cool. So, but in saying that, I never bought comics back then, and a lot of them are secondhand too, like with secondhand book stamps, um, yeah, yeah store yeah. stamps and on them. But I never bought comics back then to collect them for any monetary reason. I bought them to enjoy them and read them. Yeah. Like I've got a nineteen seventy eight Hulk there. That's the oldest one. Um, you know, it's all tatty and all the rest, but I, I looked at it and I can remember being fascinated by this comic back when I was a kid in Launceston. Like, yeah. you know, it took me straight back, which is really cool. Mm. And then I'm going through finding these copies that I forgot I even had. And so there's a lot that I'll actually read. So I'm going to box them up properly and actually bag them up. Bag and, and board them. Yeah. Not because I want to, um, keep them for value reasons, but just so they'll actually store a bit better and at least I'll be able to keep them together properly and. Well, when you open well, them in another 40 years, they'll be, you know... Well, that's right. I'll be able to look them again later on. And once again, not keeping them to sell them. Just yeah. to be able to go back and think, oh, I'm going to read that again. Have you, have you, out of interest, had a look at any of your comics and gone, oh, I wonder if that's actually... Is there anything here worth anything to a collector or is it all just... Yeah, I had a little bit of a look. Yeah. Um, there's, there's probably a couple there that, if you really look, they might be worth 100 bucks. Okay, cause just simply because they're old. Um, it's just because certain characters turn up in these issues, so they become worth oh, money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So what can happen is you might have a comic that maybe you bought at whatever time, and it was nothing, yep. but, uh, for instance, um, you know, six, what, eight, six, seven years ago, um, Deadpool came out in the cinema, which yes. meant that suddenly the first appearance of Deadpool in a comic, the price of that comic would have risen dramatically. Oh, skyrocketed. Because um, it, the pop culture rating for that character skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, but what happened, though, is like all the comics that are worth gazillions, like I think it's, is it Action Comics? Number one. Seven, 17, I think, is first appearance of Superman, or is it number Detective, three? Oh. Detective Comics number one. Uh, Detective Comics number one, I don't know if that's the first appearance of Batman, though. Oh, one of them's... A, yeah, anyway. So, first appearance anyway. of Batman, first appearance for, of But the first appearance Superman. of Superman is the one, yeah. which is Action Comics. And I, for some reason, 17 gets in there, but it might be number three. Mm. Doesn't matter. I'm not a DC fan. Million dollar comic. Um, but but essentially, the best version of that comic is worth, I think, $3.2 million. Mm. Uh, I believe Nicolas Cage has got one of those, because he's a Superman Fan. fanatic. As you would be. Um, but I believe there's only something like four or five of those known in the world. In that condition. Yeah, or certainly in that condition. I don't think there's many others around. Like, they're just not there. Because what happened is back then, um, comics were basically bought and they were read. And they weren't meant to be kept. They were something that you read and they got thrown away. And no and even one back knew like, that the, the, the collecting just wasn't a oh. thing. Exactly right, you know. And back then as well, people were burning comics because they felt like they were contaminating the bloody the minds of the young and that kind of thing. So yep. there's this really weird thing. And then in the probably early '80s, I think it was, they these people started thinking, you know what, it's worth collecting these because these will be worth money when they, you know, ten, twenty, thirty years down the track. Sure. So comic collectors started. They came out of nowhere. What happened though with that? is that because people were suddenly collecting comics and people were buying more comics, mm. the print runs of those comics rose. Yes. Dramatically. So they're not as rare. So they're not as rare. So what happened was, through the 80s and the 90s, there were way more, like there were millions of copies of these comics printed. Yep. Um, so people would buy those thinking, oh, it's a first issue. I'll buy this because in 20 years' time, it'll be worth a heap of money. No. Well, no, it won't because there were 800,000 of these sold. Yeah. Um, so there's probably still going to be thousands of them down the track so what you think might be worth a couple of grand later on is probably still worth just five bucks exactly because you and ten thousand other people had the exact same idea yeah. and you all bagged and boarded it and yeah you're better off well with one in not a great condition but there was only eighty thousand copies exactly but in saying that if you had the issue say of uh, i think it was spider-man or secret wars where he first got his black costume yeah um way back there that would have been early 80s i believe um, if you had that in mint condition, that's probably worth a few grand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so there's there's all that. But, look, most people just buy them to read them and enjoy them. And, look, I still do that now, so. And they're only worth what someone's willing to pay. That is exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, so. And, that, and also, with the other one that happened, of course, was I brought out my tape collection. Oh, so and much that was, joy. um, <laughs> that was just, yeah. That was interesting because I purposefully 
I went over, collected, I grabbed the, and they were the old drawers, the mm. tape drawers. Everyone who had cassettes, everyone had these drawers with the fake timber panelling on it. Yes, the veneer. Um, it's just, yeah, that's just what you had. Yep. Um, anyone who had tapes had those. So I found them under the house. I knew there was an old Walkman or two old Walkman that I had uh, at mum and dad's place. So I grabbed them. I brought them over and I thought, you know what? I'll be able to play a few of these. So I've plugged the stereo, um, the the extension cord, into the Walkman. So I didn't have to use headphones. Yep. So I've done that. Now, and we've, were these in the old yeah. bedroom or were they in the garage bit? No, these were downstairs under the house. Right, so not in your old bedroom. No, no, they weren't. Right. So um, so I found these, come over and played it, and oh my God, dude, mm. some of the things I found in that collection. Um, look, some of it's highly embarrassing, but you know what? Um, there's nothing wrong with being embarrassed because everyone's musical taste when they're younger was embarrassing. There was a bit of Stock Aikman and Waterman in there, wasn't there? Uh, there was Jason and Kyle's, especially for you, they're on Cass Single. Especially That's the lowest point. For you. I want to hold you in my hand. I know it. Oh, I love it. It was just, it was cl- one of the, the most classic ones that I found, that, and I've completely forgotten <clears> about <throat> it, <throat> was I'll Be Back by Arnie and the Terminators. Oh, Uzi 9mm! <laughs> It was brilliant. There was Mary Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. There was um, Unbelievable Boy, EMF. There was Jive Bunny and the Mix Masters. (laughs) (laughs) It was just fantastic. It really, really was. But you could also mix in a bit of Motley Crue and a bit of ACDC and a few Mm. other ones. But look, my heavy listing didn't start until I went into CDs, really. Yeah. That's when I started getting into the grunge of Pearl Jam and Nirvana and... All that, but geez, a lot of my early stuff was pop, and I still like pop. Oh, well, how wrong, could you but... not? That's why it's called pop yeah. for popular exactly. music. Um, did you find any homemade mixtapes? I I found a lot of mixtapes, but um, hardly any of them will play with any clarity. Oh, um, okay. I tried to play a few, and they were just kind of so I just chucked them all basically. Ah, oh, you didn't you didn't try and work out what the songs were, and then create yourself a Spotify playlist. No, I didn't try and do that. <laughs> okay, you're not as sentimental as I am, because that's what no. I would have done. I would have gone, oh, what was that song that was so important to me back then? And then created mixtape number five, circa 1987. Uh, but there was one song mm. uh, that I found, which was Craig McLaughlin and Check One Two. Check One Two. And it was a B-side called, um, what is it, the bloody, um, what is it, the chicken? Barnyard. Barn, yeah. Was a was a barnyard? I can't remember. I've kept the tape. It's not going anywhere. No, but it was something that we listened to, and it's just a comedy song that Craig McLaughlin did. Something we listened to many, many, many years ago, and there's a little laugh point in it. And I saw this tape and thought, I can't believe I've still got that song. (laughs) And I played it for the first time, videoed it playing on my phone. I loved that. And sent it to you because I wanted you to experience my first (laughs) listening of it again as well (laughs) at the same time you did, and. It was just gold. And I think you said that uh, when we get back together again and we get our normal gig, yes, yeah, normal we've got our normal gear recording together. gear, um, that we'll be able to actually record that song or play a bit of that song so the roadies can hear it. And Absolutely. Uh, it's just, it's so dumb. It's so, so dumb, but it's brilliant. And just the repetitive forward, reverse, forward, reverse, just playing the single laugh. And roadies, you will experience once we are back Live in person, um, we'll have the technology to be able to do that then. Yeah. Uh, and and you guys have heard Joe laugh, so I played this little laugh track over and over again because mm. I knew it would make Joe laugh, and it made him laugh more. Yes, and I think both of us nearly had we coming out. Oh, absolutely! I almost had we coming out when I was watching the video. My wife looked at me and <laughs> going, "You idiot! <laughs> you yeah. idiot!" Look, it was fun. I will say though that it's um it's also um it got me thinking. Mm on the weekend about a couple of because uh, of the old COVID old COVID's still around oh, you know, it's, it, sure it hasn't really is. left us no it has not um, and um, I started thinking so my housemate Hannah mm. um, was playing uh, Cows with Guns Cows with day. Guns and I started thinking geez that'd be a good one to do a COVID-19 take off to wouldn't it I wouldn't so, ever. So I threw a couple of little, just a couple of little lines. Yes. Together. So we will hide away in our houses <laughs> and isolate ourselves. <laughs> we will stock cartons of alcohol on pantry shelves. COVID 19. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. 
I and love I thought, that you're writing Because initially songs. I'm thinking, you could actually do a whole parody of it. Of course like you, you could. You could have so much fun. And it's such an easy song for anyone to sing. Yes. My other one was, I saw, I saw, we are going crazy here. <laughs> Other people camping here. Get six feet away. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> must go, must go. I tell you what though, did you see that the people, the guy who did the parody of, um, we've got the COVID-19, copped a fair amount of shit for oh, using that song. I haven't actually heard that. Oh, shut the front door, you haven't heard that. No, I, have, I mean, I've heard the original song. Yes. I haven't heard the parody, though. Yes. Yeah, that's a hard song. To, that's a a tough... Oh, that's a tough gig to try and parody over the top of I Was Only 19. Oh, no, he does it very, very well. Like, yeah, no, I'm not saying he doesn't do it well, though. Yes, people... That's a brave one to it do. It is a brave one to do. That's, that's almost a sacred cow. Mm. Um, and who was the guy who wrote it? I, his name escapes me right now. Um... Yeah, that wasn't Goanna, was it? No, it was... Um... Anyway. No. He got shirty, saying, really? you know, this song's really important to some of our vets, especially the Vietnam vets, and, and doing a parody of somebody else's song, it's probably not appropriate, blah, blah. Uh, Red Gum, it was. Red Gum. Red, the mm. guy who wrote it has done parodies of other songs himself. Oh, really? So, you know, people, yeah. people in glass back, houses so. probably mm. shouldn't walk around the house naked. <laughs> or throw stones, but um, yes, either or. either or. So there you go. The um, yeah, it was only COVID nineteen. Mm. But mate, I had a great weekend. I had a great weekend of uh, memories and just looking back and thinking back and taking it back to moments like oh, I remember reading that. Oh, geez, I remember listening to that. Or yeah, it was just and it the, was cool. And the audio quality of that Walkman was still bloody good. It was still alright. I actually thought initially I'd like to get. Uh, like another actual tape deck that you can set, like a new one you just plug in. Yes. So I don't know whether you can even buy them anymore. I mean, I'm certainly can somewhere because I know there's some bands that still occasionally, for the fun of it, release their albums on tape. Of course. I know Mumford and Sons have done it and a few others have done it. Yeah. And they wouldn't just do that just so you could look at it. I mean, there must still be players around somewhere. But I think it's only for people who keep an old player. I'm sure you can. I don't know whether or not anyone's manufacturing a new one. I think you do have to either find a vintage or a refurbished mm, vintage. Probably, because I know tape itself um, also doesn't last normally. It no. does perish. Uh, Mind so, you. And that's half the issue with VHS as well, with video. Yeah. But that said, I mean, vinyl faded out of popularity for a while and has made quite a big resurgence. Mm, huge comeback. And to the point now where you've got... Um, the, you know the supermarket chain in on the mainland, Aldi? Mm-hmm. Um, for the roadies, that's, yeah, just a... Actually, if you're an American roadie, it's very similar to a Trader Joe's. Um, they're selling bloody vinyl players on special <laughs> for, like, yep, 80 go. bucks. So, you know, everyone can buy a vinyl player at the moment. <laughs> it so is cool, though. Maybe tapes will make a comeback. You never know. Um. I don't think so, but look, it was fun to find it. Exactly. Now, speaking of making a comeback. Oh. Hot off the press. Breaking news, as they say. Don't even get me started on breaking news. Don't get me started, seriously. If I see one more friggin' Channel 9, Channel 7, friggin' newspaper, breaking news, have on their social media the big picture that says breaking news. With these like many a, infected with COVID or this many non-infected, just call it a fucking update. That's what it is. It's not breaking news when you do it every fucking day at exactly the same time. It's not breaking. It's an update. A, a breaking news mm. is something you don't expect, something that shocks you where you go, fuck. A 747's flown in the side of the World Trade Center. Breaking news. Fucking breaking news. Yep. A second Tassie, plane. Tassie is getting locked down because yeah. of COVID-19. Breaking news. Exactly. Daily updates? Not fucking breaking news, son. I'm not saying it isn't important. Yes. Just don't try and ramp it up as though it's something that it's actually not. It's just an update. People can go to Kmart tomorrow. Not breaking news. Mm. Just call Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop using breaking news, please. Anyway, Anyway, remember about six months ago, there was a space... Wait a minute, just... No, there's no thought music. Sorry, no, it's not going to work. 
<laughs> Back in the day, you know, when we were in person and life was good and yeah. you could sneeze and cough everywhere and China was really cool. They made lots Doing of things good like shit. live on the lounge. Exactly. Like everything oh. was happening. It was great. Everyone, uh, everyone loved China back then. Everyone loved it. They loved the food. They loved the produce. Move. Everything. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Um, and Corona was just a beer. <laughs> From Imagine Mexico. Great Gum did a song. I was only Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that parody right now. Oh. Wouldn't that go down well? No, not really. Um, <laughs> they rem- came and took our dairy <laughs> and took our land too. <laughs> anyway, moving on. What's your breaking news? <laughs> breaking news. So six months ago, we had a spate across this big brown land we call <gasps> Australia of pooers. Oh, yes. Mystery Pooers, like people <laughs> yes. taking a dump on someone's front lawn, in the stairwell, on the doorstep, on the doorstep. Yep. Guess what? Are the pooers back? There, guess who's back? Pooers back, back wow. again. Uh, an alleged poo scandal <laughs> in poo Sydney's scandal. inner west has come to light. Oh, it's in Australia as well. Oh, of course it is. Yes, oh, yes, nice. yes. With a word, with a sternly worded note attached to a property in Marrickville. <laughs> oh, so this is a pool with purpose. Correct. Uh, so this is posted on Reddit. Uh, it is The letter is addressed to the Mystery Human Pooer and was posted on Reddit. The note <laughs> found on Silver Lane in Marrickville asked the culprit to cease writing... Uh, asked... Sorry, asked the culprit to cease using the writer's garage as a toilet. Okay. Outlining that the residents had installed a fence. Um, basically, here's the letter. Dear Mystery Human Pooer. <laughs> which is how I like to start most letters. I mean... At least it says dear. Dear. It's good. And, it's affectionate. And deliberately going, I know this is human feces. Like, I'm not confused. This could be some, you know... German it wasn't a wallaby. Shit. It wasn't a wallaby. <laughs> Dear human, mystery human pooer, it began. We have installed this fence and camera to hand over to the police. We understand that COVID-19 is tough on everyone. (laughs) But please stop shitting in our garage. (laughs) Has anything come of that? uh, It went on to provide a graphic description of the waste. Also, make sure you chew your food better, and whatever it is that makes it sticky, I'd get that checked. (laughs) Someone's taken way too much time to examine that. There is a toilet in the car park opposite Banana Joe's. (laughs) Thank you for your cooperation. And has Um, the mystery been solved then, or is it an open-ended case? It's still open-ended. Um, or open bowel, as it would say. But I can't believe that someone's going into somebody else's garage to do a shit. I'd well, be... you're not just going to do it out in the open. <laughs> no. You know what? Fair call, Troy. Like, I absolutely agree. Or maybe not on somebody else's property <laughs> without their consent. <sighs> so... And here's a thing, too. Like, I'm assuming by the sound of it that this was a... A solid bit of feces, mm, um, which sticky, means that, sticky but, solid. In, but in most cases, if like if I was going to give someone the benefit of the doubt, yes, and you got to that point where you're out and about, you've got that stomach growl. It's like I need to go. I cannot wait. I need to go. There's a place that's going to be. I won't get seen. I'm sorry about this, but I've got to go. Normally, that wouldn't be a solid, a solid piece. That'd be something that'd probably be a little bit messy. It'd be like a Pollock painting. Yeah, it'd be it'd be <laughs> yes. a shit spray. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah, like if you had Auntie um, Auntie June with your yes, car yes. doing one hundred and fifty, that's what it'd look like. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, if it isn't that, then it sounds like someone's just gone. You know what? I'm going to go in here and have a shit. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I get that it might have been someone caught short, and they've gone. What am I going to do? I've I've got to snap one off. This is going to happen. I'll just duck into the garage. It sounds yep. it sounds like it's more than once. <laughs> like, you know. 
It sounds like the it's a pattern. Peter defender. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good look um, keep us updated on that Jay I think that's very exciting news yeah well exactly you know and if it ever takes off here in Tassie we'll, we'll be sure to let the roadies yeah. know <laughs> there, um, there are actually three bits of news that stood out to me this week that I mm-hmm. that I did a bit of a a, a thumbtack in oh <laughs> getting the thumbtack back yeah, I like let's it just, let's just get, getting the thumbtack back good that's a t-shirt yeah isn't it ever so uh, it was the news articles initially that attracted me to these little moments in history. Bit of clickbait. Um, yeah, but but then it was a couple of actual lines within the actual article that made it go, <laughs> oh, people are funny. Are so they? the first one, <laughs> the first one I'm just going to throw out there, um, I was very excited to hear that Canada uh, mm. has put a ban on 1,500 kinds of assault weapons. They've oh, okay. gone down the gun ban route. Actually banning firearms. Yep, which I think is fucking great. Well done, Canada. So Good Mr. job, Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Um, yes. Has introduced a long-promised ban on assault-style weapons following the country's worst gun massacre in April. So he basically came out and said, this isn't good enough. We do not need these. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to do a John Howard. Yep. And he was going to do it in March, apparently, but um, uh, coronavirus kind of got in the way. But it, but it's now happened. Yes, you know, which is great. So, but the um, the line, if I can just find it, and I just scrolled up to um, to check something, so I lost my line. And, and do we know how the people of the cultural mosaic of Canada received that? Did they go, oh, fair enough, or do they go, no, fuck off, don't take our guns, you bastards? There was there was a lot of people that jumped online to do a uh, a little bit of a list of their names, you know, just to say that we're not really in agreement of it. Um, oh, they did an you, online petition. Yeah, they did. Fair <laughs> enough. But you know what? Here's the thing: um, online petitions don't count for shit, people. So it's just um, no, it's it's not worth it. But yeah. I'm sure. I mean, the Canadians. So I'd be very politely worded online petition. <laughs> yeah, I'm certain that would have been. So, but the line that came up, I thought was great. Um, just number one, though, Canada. Well done. I know there's people well in the states that'll disagree, but Canada's got a very different cultural history with guns to what America has. So it would mm. be an easier option for Canada to do that. Than what it would be for America. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, but um, one of the quote was that uh, these weapons were designed for one purpose and one person, one purpose only, only to kill the largest amount of people in the shortest amount of time. He said in a press conference, mm. and his quote was, "You don't need an AR-15 to bring down a deer." Nice. <laughs> and I thought, just say it as it is, Canada. I love <laughs> that. That's just brilliant. Yeah, that's great. So for all those people who are like you know, don't take one of my guns, we go hunting. You don't know, that. but in saying that, you can still carry a handgun in Canada. So they're not saying we're taking away all the guns. No, we're just taking the ones that kill a lot of people very quickly. Yeah. So if you want to protect you and your family, and and you just feel safe because the environment you live in, or you hunt, you can still carry. Um, you can still have your rifles for hunting. You can still have your handgun. You can still have a, I'm Perfect. certain, a certain a um a carry and possibly concealed license, whatever. Um, you can have that, but they're taking away the big guns that will just kill lots of people, and that's all they're designed for. They're designed for war. Mm. Not for hanging around the backyard playing no. with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what, Canada, well done. Well played, Canada. Well done. Yep. Uh, second one. Mm. Uh, NASA. Oh, we love NASA. We really do. Uh, NASA have actually come out and said a NASA chief Ooh. has come out and said uh, an asteroid threat is real. Yes. And we need to be prepared for when mm. it happens, not if it happens. Okay. And look, I get it. There's a chance, you know, that that it could happen at some stage. Mm -hmm. That's life. But the quote... (laughs) I'm going to build it up. So um, the the quote initially started with, this isn't the quote. It's a quote before the quote. It's a pre-quote. A Mm pre-quote. Yeah. Uh, We have to make sure that people understand this is not about Hollywood. It's not about movies. This is about ultimately protecting the only planet we know right now to host life, and that is the planet Earth. Great line. I think that's a great Perfect. line. Really sets the boundaries. Follows it up with, we know for a fact that the dinosaurs did not have a space program. Well. <laughs> but we and- do, and we need to use it. <laughs> okay. No, f- no, fair enough. But, point of order, Your Honour, how do they know oh. for a fact that the dinosaurs... Didn't have a space program. Oh, that's a very good point. The the meteors could have knocked it out. 
demolished it. I'm not saying that all dinosaurs had a space program. Just the clever ones. Just, there might have been, I don't know, some sort of, do you want to go on a Spacesaurus? Um, that was living <laughs> somewhere. And they designed some sort of volcano-powered trajectile to get them into space. Maybe. Look, it could have been the T-Rex. They might have invented all this stuff. They couldn't build it because their arms are too small, but they could point to what to do. Exactly. I, look, I... I think making an absolute statement like we know for a fact that dinosaurs didn't have a space program, I think that makes it a bit unbelievable. <laughs> right. Yep, I, want a, I want a T-shirt that says Dinosaur Space Program. <laughs> cool. Right. So the other one that got me um, is the fact giant hornets are inv- from China Asian hornets are invading the Asian US hornets. for the first time. These they're they're actually called Asian giant hornets, or as they like to call them now, the nickname yes. murder hornets. I mean, murder if, they're not, hornets. if they're not bad enough as it is, <laughs> let's call them murder hornets. Murder hornets. Right? They these things are ridiculous. They're up to two inches long. It's like five centimetres. And they basically go in and they invade the bee population and they pretty much rip their heads off bees. Oh. And then basically just destroy the honey and they just, they wreck everything. They're actually saying on a serious note that it is a a real, real serious problem because, I mean, bees obviously are the lifeblood of the planet. Mm. If you've got these murder hornets. Murder hornets. That are actually coming in and taking them out, um, you know, now, it's not good. Now, is anyone suggesting that these murder hornets are trained to murder hornets? And it is a, an act of animal warfare. Oh, look, it's China. From, so. from behind the silk curtain onto the Western, you know, oppressors. It wouldn't surprise me. Cause because you know I, what? China are trying to fuck everything. Well, apparently. Well, so here's the thing, right? And this is what I've heard. So just keep this on the down low. Cause is this the, breaking news? It could be breaking news. Oh. Here's the thing, right? The one thing that I really have truly enjoyed and have been scared by at the same time is during this lockdown phase of uh, COVID-19, people have been at home. COVID-19. Yeah. People have been at home and the wheels are starting to spin. Their thoughts are starting to motor and motor and motor. And apparently, allegedly, that this lockdown period Mm -hmm. is because we have actually experienced an alien invasion. Really? So this is what I was trying to get to last week, but we ran out of time. Oh, E.T. E.T. <laughs> See? Yep. So basically what this is, is we have been invaded by aliens. We've made first contact. And with them has brought a disease, which we're calling COVID-19. Oh, fuck's sake, aliens. Now, it's not as transmittable as we're kind of making it out to be. It's all alien tech. Mm-hmm. But the governments and the aliens need fucking time to fuck around and get shit done without people nosing around too much. So what do you do? Lock them inside. And that's the reason why we're locked down. Oh, I tell you what, that's believable. So that they can get, you know, hide spaceships and, and all that kind of stuff. And and not every country knows about it, you see. it's China was the first one. So they, they, they're the ones that started it, and then they've come to the deal with a couple of others. But all the other countries are in the dark, and they think that this is just a, you know, the pandemic, but it's not. It's an alien invasion. That's exactly what it is. So, and so what would happen if you go way back? Initially, the, f- the first contact we knew of, they were terrestrials, right? Yes. And then later on in the 80s, we found cl- more clever ones, smarter ones. They were extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrials, yep. E.T., and yeah. these ones are extra, extraterrestrial scent. Yeah, E-E-T. E-E-T. Eats. Eats. <laughs> and that's where Uber comes from. Yeah, and they're, and they're, they're, they're huge ones, so they're Uber and they're Uber Eats. That's exactly, exactly right. Uber Eats. <laughs> so, so that's... The, ex- yeah, that's, that's, that's skip frightening. Well, that's exactly what's happening. And so this is a way that, you know, that we, as the the blind general public can be, you know, ooh, what's going on over here? Mm. While the shifty shifty happens over there. Lock them up inside and we can hide some of the, you know, the spaceships and and all that kind of stuff. And they've brought an alien disease, which is wiping out a few people. But, 
realistically, it probably doesn't need to, but yeah. it's a good way to be able to control the population. And that's exactly what's happening, Troy. I mean, I know because it's been on the internet. Oh, exactly. Why wouldn't it be true? I'm amazed, though, now that you've given me this information, mm. that it was toilet paper we had a shortage of and not aluminium foil. Let's because, be honest. Well, because the thing is, we were shitting ourselves. We didn't realise we had to stop them reading our minds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's, um, roadies, for, for the love of your families and your communities mm. and your friends, go get some foil, make some hats. Yeah. And make sure these Uber Eats yeah. don't read your mind. Exactly. And I think the thing is, though, this is one of the reasons why we did have a toilet paper shortage. It wasn't actually a shortage. We actually had a surplus because that is the the, the main trade of this EETs. Oh. It's toilet paper. That's what they make. That's their thing. That's their trade in that. It's like currency. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the reason. So it wasn't a shortage. It was an oversupply. How do you get people to do it? Tell them that there's a shortage so they go out and buy more. So if I go to the supermarket and see it's now called Clean Eats. <laughs> yeah, Clean Eats then. <laughs> That'll be the alien version. Correct. Yeah, it might feel nice on my butt. You never know. Never know. Yes. Speaking of things that feel nice, mm. murder hornets. So murder the hornets. Oh, sorry. Yeah, murder hornets. So they're, they're, they're two inches long. They're not good. They rip the heads off bees. Mm. Obviously, they're absolute see next Tuesdays. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, wasps are anyway. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. hornets. Yeah. So the quote, though. Oh, yes. Saying, so they're saying, you know, what happens if you see a murder hornet? Right? The entomologist, Chris yes. Looney, and of all the oh. last names they have to be taken seriously. So Looney. Mr. Looney yes. said... Last, last name tunes. Yeah. This is from the, the State Department of Agriculture in the States. So look, oh, the shit. guy knows what he's on about. He's got some Looney cred. Yeah, he's, he's not just, you know, he's not a Daryl. No, he's, exactly. There you go. He's not a Daryl. But he said, you know, what happens if you see someone? Or you see one, right? Yes. Don't try to take them out yourself if you see them. Okay. If you see them, run away and call us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being chased by murder hornets. Help! Ivan! The murder hornets are here! Call America! <laughs> I can just see, though, like someone sees a murder hornet. They they pull their pistol out, <laughs> and then they suddenly think, "No, Chris Looney from the State Department of Agriculture said, said don't run. try and take him out yourself. Run, run, run! Damn it, run!" <laughs> and I just said, "Buddy, Marge is going to be like, you know, Daryl, why didn't you take it out yourself? Chris said, don't Chris, try and do that. He specifically said, don't try and do it. Just run." And they will get back. Well, I left him like I didn't speak to Chris, like he was busy. But I left a message and said it was quite urgent. And apparently, he'll get back to me in two to three days. <laughs> Maybe. What do we do in the meantime? You idiot! We're surrounded by murder hornets. <laughs> Good old murder hornets. It just sounds something like off an Iron Maiden cover or something. Oh, it's no. It sounds like a really B grade horror from the eighties. Oh, like Attack um, of the Murder Hornets. It's like Attack <laughs> of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh, like the Flying Sharks. Oh, Sharknado. Sharknado, exactly. That's all it is. Murder it's Murder Hornets. Hornets. Maybe that's the latest in the Sharknado, I don't know, dynasty. Murder <laughs> Hornets, Sharknado. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but in saying that, um, on a serious note, they don't sound good. No. I mean, it's a huge friggin' wasp, basically up to two inches long. I, I think... What you really need is a lighter and a, a, a thing of hairspray. <laughs> Homemade, bloody. Apparently, they'll even um, they'll even bite through a um, a beekeeper protective costume. Oh well, because you're uniform. Only what do you call it? Suit. Suit is a word I'm after. <laughs> yeah, suit. But, I think, but the reason being is because it's only hornets. Exactly. I mean, no. You need a murder, a murder hornet, hornet suit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where you could pick up a murder hornet suit. Uh, mate, grab on Amazon. Yeah, probably in China yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Mm, I am oh, Joe. <laughs> I am Troy. And uh, this has been another in ISO version of the South Road Boys. It certainly has. 